And this is Joanne. Joanne, please share your testimony with us. I didn't know I was going to do that. Um, so it must be Lord given. And I have no idea what I'm going to say. So I'll start with who I am. My name's Joanne Lawless. Um, I'm with Drew Presbyterian Church and the lo lovely ladies over there. Um, I came here today with an open heart. Um, I've been at a stage where I really haven't felt right in what I've been doing. I've felt conflicted. I've felt that I've been doing too much. I've felt angry. Um, I've been in a lot of pain, all sorts of things like that. So um, in spite of being thinking to myself, oh, I'm too busy to do that, when the girls said, come along, I said, okay, I'll come along. Um, I don't know if this is going to be a true testimony of my journey because I feel driven to just give you, give you a one part. So... Um, I have been part of the Presbyterian Church for 30 years, nearly 30 years, in two particular churches. Um, in, in, in my life, in my journey, and, and what I have, and, and the, the, the messages that we've had today have been so much in my heart because it's about, it was the message about do what God has given you, do what God has given you in your hand. And um, I have several things, when I think about it, that God has given me in my hands. So I have, I have two autistic sons, and I work as an autism specialist. So any of you that have autism and want to know anything, please come and see me, um, because that's what happens. So I'll sit down, and someone will be sitting next to me, complete stranger, and we'll get talking, and they need some advice or help, or just someone to give them a hug about the journey they're doing. That's one part. In 2012, I had cancer. So, so I have lymphedema from that. That was breast cancer, ladies. So get your mammograms, please. Um, I wear this black sleeve here. So people come up to me and say, oh, is that? I go, yes. And, and, and so we talk about that. And, and I help people on their journey with that. Um, but what I thought was the main part of what I do is my husband and I, eight years ago, were drawn to, we ride motorbikes. I know, I don't look like it, but I do. <laughs> Triumph Bonneville, by the way, what would Jesus ride? <laughs> Triumph. <laughs> so, so we were drawn to join an organisation called Christian Motorcyclists Association, which is an international evangelistic organization that ministers to motorcyclists, scary, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? If you're scared to go into a place, that's the place you need to go, right? So we've got that. So, so that's like three things. I'm not musical at all. I haven't got a musical bone in my body. I was in a pipe band since I was 10, but I played the drums. So I'm now in the church worship team. Can't sing, can't play, no musical, and I love it. So I came here really conflicted about where am I? You know, there's all these things, and so God's given me like this much, and I feel like I'm carrying it all, all there. Where am I? What am I supposed to do? And actually, now I know all of it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Wonderful, Joanne. Thank you so much for sharing your heart and your story. And this is lovely Rebecca. Thank you. Oh my gosh, hi everyone. Um, for those who are wondering uh, where I'm from, I am not moldy. Lots of people think I am, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's so funny that people come up to me and they're like, oh, what iwi are you from? And I'm like, uh, that's why I got a gold tooth, it's to show that I'm half Tongan and, <laughs> and half Scottish. Any Tongans in the house? <laughs> anyway, so um, I'm born here in New Zealand, and my, my father always wanted to marry an island lady. And so my mom always wanted to marry a white man. And I said, I said, why a white man? She said, oh, because they're rich. And I said, no, no. she's just joking. And I said, well, you married the wrong man. He's rich in Jesus, but not, not money. Um, anyway, so I always say I'm half Scottish, the smallest part up top, and then the biggest part is the Tongan. So, because we love our taro. Anyway, so I, I grew up in a Christian family, and I always say to um, people, I was born on the floor of our church, because I've been there ever since I was born, which is very rare these days. Um, and so, anyway, I grew up in a Christian family, and I always thought that to be a Christian, you know, was because my mom and dad were saved, so that made me saved, until someone told me, Oh, if you live in a garage, does that make you a car? No, it doesn't. <laughs> so it's, oh, okay. <laughs> so when I was 15 years old, um, this really woke me up. I uh, went, for, went to Cathedral Cove. Has anyone been there before, Coromandel? Yeah. And um, uh, the youth pastor and I were going for a run, and I'm a bit competitive, and we started running up this cliff face of rocks. And as we started running, I didn't realize she stopped running. And um, I thought, I wanna be first. And then there was this uh, rock above my head. And the only way that I could reach this rock was if I lift, um, could lift my leg like a ballerina, you know, like that. But pride in me said, nah, you can get that rock. So <laughs> I tried to lift my leg and my body's falling down to the waves crashing at the rocks. And all I heard was my friend scream out, God, help her! And I remember, um, you know that saying, your life flashes before your eyes? Yeah, it really did. Everything slowed down. I saw every part of my life. And then um, I knew my life wasn't right with God. And I knew in that instant, if I die right now, I would not go to heaven because I'm living for my parents. I'm a little robot that just does whatever they say. And so I made right in my heart and asked God to forgive me because I honestly thought I was going to die. My friend said, she, uh, my head was about to hit the rocks and she saw my back was in like a bridge position, like fully back like a gymnast and, and a hand was under my back, I felt, and it lifted me up onto that very rock that I just touched my tippy toe on. And um, we sat there and we cried and we cried because I felt my life had no purpose. Um, I'd been told by my teacher at school when I was 10 years old that I was deaf, dumb, and stupid. So I believed those words and I lived like that with that kind of thinking um, till uh, high school. And I even got put in a special needs class for reading, which was like my best subject. I love reading. And I was like, huh? Why am I here? So I refused to read. I buried myself under the, these pillows and um, I just did, I didn't want to be there. Um, and I didn't believe in myself. But the only thing I loved to do was play basketball. And so that, 
I, I made it, I played reps all my life. Um, even trialed for New Zealand, um, made it in until the coach showed his true colors. He humiliated me in front of, it's like a common three day being humiliated in front of people. So then he humiliated me in front of all the players and said I was no good, what are you even trying? So then my parents weren't there, so I just, my friend, she, oh, good, I had a friend, she pulled me out and said, no, let's go. If, if we're going to be in this team, you don't want to be with a coach like that, you know, speaks to you. So we left, and I walked away from my, my childhood dream of playing for New Zealand. But yay, thank God that I'm half Tongan, so I got to play in the Oceania Games for Tonga. <laughs> so I'm so grateful. Uh, <laughs> um, um, yeah. God has been amazing throughout my journey um, because of those that teacher saying those things over my life. I struggled uh, with suicide. I tried to take my life at age 10, um, 15, um, 18. Um, and the last, the last attempt was a year ago. And I just want to stand here today. I'm so grateful that I know who I am and God has healed my heart. And I'm on a journey to continuing to overcome. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Wow, that's powerful. Thank you, Rebecca.